Good morning, everybody. Hey, I know it's been a while since I have uh, been on the air, but uh, glad to be back in the office today and uh, excited about uh, this summer and what's going to be happening around here as well as with some transitions going on later this year. We'll talk about that more hey, later, but let's not forget that uh, we still live in this world where there's so many things that we just cannot control. Got good news, though. You can control how much risk you have in your current retirement portfolio. That's why I developed the core retirement design to help people analyze that risk and make sure that it lines up with the amount of risk you should have, the closer you get to retirement. Hey, give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And with that, we've got Dave. Coming up next. 5.7 Light FM and Lady Gaga there. My poker face there. We're at 8.42 now, 18 here before 9. Time to check in on your money and find out what Wall Street's uh, doing to your money this morning. Fireworks were yesterday for the 4th, but the real fireworks happened on Wall Street, and we're setting off firecrackers because Philip Statler is back in town from Statler Financial Services. Philip, I missed you. Glad to have you back this morning. Hey, it's good to be back, but I did enjoy uh, a week away with uh, with family. Uh, all the family was together up in North Georgia and, and had a great time, and it's always good when you get to spend a little time with everybody together and, and, and grandkids. Oh, hey, I'm with you. Believe me, family is important, and I'm glad to have uh, been able to uh, have, you get, have you get a break from this action. It was a boring day on Monday. Dow was up by 10 points. S&P was up by 5. NASDAQ up by 29. 21 hundredths of a percent was our big winner. Oh, take it back. Russell 2000 was up by four, by, by, by four tenths of a point. Let's just call it a, a relatively quiet day without a whole heck of a lot going on, right? It was, you know, relatively quiet. I mean, it's kind of weird because you had that break, that one day break between the weekend and the holiday, which, you know, most people had a four day weekend, right? Because who wants to go back into work for one day, especially in the city, right? So it's, you know, it's one of those things where it was just kind of a weird day, but let's face it, the, the markets ended up in really good shape for the first half of the year. Absolutely. Green ink is green ink. Before we get to the year to date, because I know you've got the year to date figures, I'd gone through them tentatively on Monday morning. But volume on the New York Stock Exchange on Monday across the Standard & Poor's 500, only about 25% of what it usually is. So the fact that we didn't move much is probably a good sign, because when you get into low volume days, that's when weird numbers can happen. So boring is good when you don't have a lot of volume, right? Yeah, it, it really is. And, and you know, I wish I did have those numbers, Dave, but uh, first day back, it's kind of, you know, you get the got to get back in the swing of things. I didn't quite get those numbers put together. <laughs> I read an article, though, that did tell me yeah. roughly, and, and you probably went through these numbers roughly, too, but roughly the, you know, the NASDAQ was up over 15 percent year to date. The S&P 500 was up a little over eight, I think, eight to 10 percent. The SM, I mean, the uh, Dow was a big slow guy this time. It was uh, up less than 5% uh, for the first half of the year. 
Yeah, memory serves. The Dow was like 2.8%, and I think it was the NASDAQ that really, I think they were showing like a 30, 31% increase year to date. Got to keep in mind, NASDAQ was getting beat up a lot worse than the other indexes were, so they had a lot more to come back on. But green ink is green ink, and that's what we've had year to date, even though it's been kind of swimming against the flow of all the economic reports that come out. You and I were talking before we went on the air at the end of the week last week, we had two numbers that came out, both of which were pleasant surprises for the economy. The gross domestic product final reading on last quarter was uh, 2% revised upward in terms of growth in the gross domestic product. That would normally give us some pause as to whether or not the Federal Reserve is happy with that number. But then the PCE inflation uh, for, the, uh, for, the, for the last month ended up getting a little bit slower than they expected it to, and that's the inflation rate that the Fed is worried about. Kind of makes the unemployment numbers that we're going to start getting trickling in on us tomorrow going to be maybe carrying a little bit more weight than usual because we had a little hotter gross domestic product growth, a little bit better results on inflation than we expected. I think the tie-breaking vote might be is the employment market leveling off a little bit, and we're going to get that picture today. Well, yeah, I, th- I think so. I think what would help us uh, a lot when it comes to uh, maybe pushing another rate increase off is going to be, hey, do we have a lot more first-time claims? Because if they do, then that's going to balance out these other two things, especially that GDP number. I mean, that was a, I, I consider that a big surprise to uh, to go from the the, the reading of one point three to 2.0. Uh, that's a, a pretty big jump and, and a, much better than any of the economists really expected. True, but in absolute terms, you figure 3% is the normal average growth. 2% means a slightly slower growth rate than optimal. If we weren't so concerned about the Federal Reserve kneecapping us with another interest rate increase, 2% would in a vacuum be optimal. But like you say, it was a lot hotter than they expected. So uh, that uh, third week of the month, we got another interest rate decision could make things rather interesting. And any interim steps that we get on the PCE inflation would be, uh, let's just say, rather nice. Wouldn't you agree? I I agree. I think that would be helpful. Um, and, and I am glad to see the GDP's hanging in there at two percent, but I don't know that the Fed will be happy. That uh, I mean, obviously they want to see us keep growing. If we can stay between that one and two percent and get through this year, uh, that will be uh, a, a huge win. I know that. The Federal Reserve economists are saying they're still expecting a recession toward the end of the year. Had a bunch of bank economists last week coming out and saying, eh, never mind, I don't think we're going to have one until, oh, maybe next year. And we'll start getting more data to figure it out. I'd mentioned that the ADP report was due out this morning, as it normally comes out on Wednesday morning on the first week of the month. It's going to come out tomorrow, along with first-time unemployment claims. Then on Friday, we get the official unemployment rate, and that'll probably be a market mover. 2 p.m. this afternoon is the biggest market mover we got for today, and that's when we get the minutes from last month's Federal Reserve meeting. And uh, that's going to be green eye shade time, parse every single adverb and adjective that they use and try to figure out where their mindset really is, right? It will be. I got to say that I think everybody will be um, tuned in and really trying to figure out, you know, read between the lines, what's the Fed telling us uh, about the next meeting that's coming up? And and I think that that's going to, could weigh on the markets today. 
it very well could. Other things that came up, stuff that was uh, that came out after I was on the air on Monday, we got some stuff in, mixed bag interest uh, reports coming out as far as the economy. We got the ISM and uh, Global Purchase Managing Index that came in late on Monday morning. That one ended up showing uh, continuing to contraction as far as business activity, but then we turn around elsewhere on Monday. Census Bureau released its May reporting construction spending, and boy, if we've been watching construction spending, it's set another all-time high in May. Uh, some sectors in the economy are actually doing okay. Well, yeah, I mean, there, and a lot of that, in talking to the least, um, you know, folks around here, realtors around here, it's because of the lack of inventory. You know, there's just not people selling their houses, so people don't have a choice if they want a, a new home they're having to build a home like they want and so that's i think uh, causing people to, to spend more in construction at, at least in that lower to middle market yeah as far as entry-level homes are concerned as fast as they move in existing housing you can't you can't buy one you might as well build one and at the very least just start out fresh well th that's right and so i know that um i have some friends on the coast that are, are more into those, you know, multi-multi-million dollar homes. Now, those things have slowed down uh, because they're waiting to see what's going to happen. And, you know, they're mostly paying cash for their houses anyway. So they put a lot of stuff on hold uh, as far as new construction on those multi-multi-million dollar homes uh, over on the coast. They're paying cash for a multi-million dollar home. What the heck? Buy it. It's <laughs> The price of labor is only going to go up, man. <laughs> At least if I had $20 million that I didn't know what to do with, that would be my advice. Since I don't there have it, go. I'd take it for exactly <laughs> what it's worth. Resetting the table, we've got a real slow week this week as far as company reports. Levi Strauss is the only real household name that really will be a market mover, and that won't come out until Friday. It was kind of a nothing day on Monday. I'm seeing some red ink on my futures 45 minutes before we open. What are we doing anyway? I'm seeing a lot of red ink this morning, Dave. Um, you know, we've got uh, the Dow Jones Industrial 30s down a half a percent, $182. That's probably the biggest. Percentage-wise, it's the same. Dollar-wise, it's pretty big. Uh, S&P 500 is down a little over a half a percent. The NASDAQ 100 is down a little over a half a percent. Big mover percentage-wise is going to be the Russell 2000 down eight-tenths of a percent this morning. So everything's solid red. On the other side of the coin, though, we've got uh, a mixed bag. We got silver um, basically flat right now. Gold is up about a third of a percent. And crude oil, I really haven't paid attention to it since I've been out of the office, but uh, up 2.2% this morning. But I like the number, Dave, it's $71.31 a barrel right now. You know, we had a little dip toward the end of last week where we got back down in the 60s, but I think it was Thursday or Friday. All of a sudden, things went back up above 70, and I went searching. I couldn't come up with a reason why, because they were still scared about China and everything, but we've recovered to back over 71 on uh, crude oil, and just kind of makes me glad I filled up midweek last week with gas, because I got $3.15 <laughs> a gallon once. 
Man, that was yeah. that was yeah amazing. Overseas markets, the Asian rim market kind of followed our lackadaisical futures market over the Fourth uh, of July holiday. Everything is off slightly at six a.m.'s close, and the European markets looking at our futures, all of the indexes there about a half a percent or so off on all the major markets over in Europe. Getting a beat as to how to make a retirement plan happen the way you planned it. That takes an extra pair of eyes. Philip, how do I find your eyes to make sure my retirement works for me? Devin, give us a call at 863-382-0037 to walk through our core retirement design and analysis. And then uh, join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And you and me back together again tomorrow morning, same time on Light. Philip, it's good to have you back. We'll see you then. All right, man. Have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Remember that first. Folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope uh, you have a great week. hope you had a good 4th of July. And uh, join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great day. Bye.